Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Yevgeny Prigozhin and his mercenary Wagner group invading, as it were, from Ukraine, Russia. And they moved along very quickly, and they were not too far from uh, Moscow, I think uh, two, about, about 200 kilometers, which is, what, about 120 miles. And, uh, yeah, and then suddenly he was gone. He was leaving. Now the word is that he's, uh, he may be in Belarus. I don't think he's been seen there yet. But Putin was going to drop any charges against him. And uh, they were also going to drop charges against the Wagner Group fighters, mercenaries. Some of them are really upset with Prigozhin. They feel they've been abandoned by him and have threatened to kill him. It's an interesting group. Eh? These people are just nuts. Um, it's, it's, it's alarming. It's, I mean, you can find any number of words. So how badly has this weakened Putin in Russia? When you look at the folks in, in Rostov, a city of a million people, they welcomed the Wagner group. They vel- welcomed Prigozhin. And they were waving to him as he was leaving yesterday. And then they got in the face of... Uh, of Russian troops and Russian police and were very, you know, disrespectful. Yuri Felstinsky is a Russian-American historian. He's the author of Blowing Up Russia, quite a number of books uh, by Yuri. But your Blowing Up Russia was banned in Russia, and Felstinsky's, uh, Mr. Felstinsky's co-author, Alexander Litvinenko, died after being poisoned in London with a radioactive substance, a British inquiry after five years, Concluded the order to kill Litvinenko originated in the in the, in the Kremlin. Uh, Yuri, thank you for joining us. Are you surprised that uh, Prigozhin and the Wagner Group actually moved into Russia? Well, everybody was surprised, uh, to be honest. You will not find a person who would claim that he was expected precisely this. What we are trying to understand now, actually, what was happening and I think I do have a certain understanding of what was happening. And I think by now it's uh, clear that this was an attempt by the FSB to take Putin down. We still do not actually know what is going on. What we do know that uh, Prigozhin moved from from Ukraine where he was serving, uh, you know, in part of uh, Russian troops uh, in occupied uh, Ukrainian territories, uh, very quickly started to proceed to Moscow without any resistance, without any attempts to stop him. In the process, he uh, shut down six uh, Russian uh, military helicopters and one Russian military plane. Uh, And then suddenly, when he was uh, near Moscow, well, not really near Moscow, 200 kilometers from Moscow, the the entire distance from Rostov, where he was staying until, to Moscow is 1,000 kilometers approximately. Uh, When he knew that Putin left Moscow, and this is very interesting because Putin left Moscow together with Medvedev, when it was just announced that Prigozhin is moving to Moscow. So he was far away and Putin already left. And uh, this is probably an indication that 
Putin knew that this is not actually Prigozhin who is trying to take him out. This is somebody else who is trying to take him out, and this somebody else might be only the FSB. Now, then suddenly, Prigozhin stopped. It was announced that Lukashenko is conducting negotiations with Prigozhin, uh, that they uh, resolved the crisis, that Prigozhin is turning back. Uh, the criminal case, which was opened by the Russian government the moment Prigozhin started his revolt, was immediately dropped. It was announced that Prigozhin would be allowed to move to uh, Belarus. And it was announced that uh, Lukashenko actually was conducting negotiations. Now, it also was said that part of these negotiations uh, was with Patrushev. Nikolai Patrushev, former director of the FSB, uh, general secretary of the Security Council of the Russian Federation, was participating in those negotiations. And I believe that if Patrushev was involved, they would not need Lukashenko. Patrushev easily could talk directly to Prigozhin. Because Prigozhin, and this is very important, was a recruited FSB agent who was working uh, near Putin, being his cook, serving him food, giving him drinks. And the entire Wagner project is actually an FSB project from the very beginning. So again, Wagner Group, which is an FSB project led by Prigozhin, who is an FSB agent, was moving to Moscow to take Putin down. That's what was going on. Uh, in the middle of this you know, process, uh, a deal was reached between Patrushev and Putin. And it is clear that Lukashenko was involved in those negotiations, not because they were between Patrushev and Prigozhin, but because they were between Patrushev and Putin. Putin. Okay, let me no, ask you this. Let, no, let, let me just what, ask you this. Is, is Putin really significantly, and I mean significantly, weakened now? Has, has it reached the point where he's just not going to be able to remain president of the Russian Federation? They're going to have to either take him out or they're going to have to find another way for him to relinquish the role as president, which I doubt he would ever want to do. Well, clearly he doesn't want to do it. But will it get to the point that he has no choice or they'll kill him? Well, uh, let's put it this way. The moment Putin left Moscow, he lost power. Uh, he knew that he's taken down and he was running for shelter. But now we do not really know how much of this power he lost and how much he was able to regain. We probably will see it within the next week or two. I think this is not over. This is just another stage or another act. Yeah. Uh, and this, this uh, you know, play uh, or, or film or whatever you would call it uh, will have continuation. Okay, you and I are going to talk more about this um, probably next weekend, I would imagine. But let, let me ask you just, just very quickly this. The reaction of the people in the city of Rostov, uh, that really spoke volumes, didn't it? I mean, that, that can't be uh, ignored by anybody in the, in the Russian power elite. Nothing was happening. What was happening would not be ignored. Number yeah. one, 
Moscow was in panic. Not only uh, Putin left, which is a big deal. And once again, he left just when information came that Prigozhin is moving to Moscow. He was very far away. Uh, there was not a single statement from a single member of the Russian government, either in support of Prigozhin or in support of Putin. Mm-hmm. The, the statements which were made were made by you know secondary level officials. Uh, no one knew what to say. No one understand what was going on. There were tanks in Moscow. There were, uh, you know, armored uh, cars in Moscow. There were troops in Moscow. Moscow was in, in panic. Uh, Rostov, which you, you mentioned, uh, presented a different picture. Uh, the population was instructed to sit inside and not to leave their houses. Indeed, the feeling was that the entire city went out to see what was going on. (laughs) They did. Not a single shot was fired. Not a a single person was hurt. Uh, It was quite well organized by Prigozhin, we have to say this. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there there were... I, I do not really know whether this was an entirely friendly crowd, Maybe not entirely, but again, there were no incidents uh, reported. And uh, at the same time, there were crowds at the train station trying to leave the sea. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.